It's that time again. Hello, Leanna. Hey, Ed. How you doing? Well, I'm coughing more again. So, like a boomerang effect of the COVID? Yeah, it's thing is, oh, it's just a bad cold. It's just oh. the flu. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, no, just the flu. When was the last time the flu killed a million people in the United States? I guess well, the Spanish flu. It's not that. I mean, yeah, we've all had, you know, bugs in the past that hang on a while but this rebound it it keeps doing it it's humbling man it's it not just, a boomerang with you it's a yo-yo it it just every time i think i'm shaking it the the cough comes back and the fatigue comes back and it's just every time i think i'm out they pull me back in. Yeah. And, you know, people are being more understanding than they used to be. But there's going to come a time where I'm going to start, you know, people are going to start dropping me and things like that because I just can't get back on the horse. It's apparently, though, there's like four million people affected by long COVID. In Canada and, or in like uh, in North, in North America. America, I think. Yeah. And and so, I mean, it is. It, that's a major social issue because not only, you know, is it affecting work, what do you do with those people? Okay, everybody gets fired. Now you've got a poverty problem. Yeah, I it's yeah. And the people who say it's flu, I want to smash them. I got a friend, you know him too. Uh guy maintained a like athletic uh physique his whole yeah. life. Uh got COVID, couldn't walk for like a week. Because he got the leg cramp yeah. version. And yeah. he said he was walking like he was a hundred year old man. Like he could barely, barely get around. But, but you know, it, it's just the flu. Just a cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Morons. Um, <coughs> I still have a bit of a leftover cough too. Mm. All right. Great. Everybody's feeling it. And uh, feeling a little, I'm, I'm a little, you know that twilight zone you're in when you've had very little sleep but you were going on adrenaline and then the adrenaline yeah. starts to sap but you're still yep. you're still got some energy in you yeah because i was uh uh this week uh twice i co-hosted with our friend rick the temp nice uh, rick campanelli he's the morning man uh on 103.5 fm in toronto and uh he co-hosts with a woman named sandra sandra's on vacation i came in on monday and then today uh friday um, and, uh, I don't have a problem getting up at that time. It's just, um, uh, later on in the day, you need a little bit of a nap. I guess I don't like napping. You don't like, Oh God, I love I napping. Don't, I don't like napping. Oh, my, uh, my friend, you know him, Steve Kublinski. Oh, ask him about napping. He, okay. will, write, he will write poetry about naps. Oh really? Oh, haiku, poetry. He could probably he could probably write a a Broadway musical about napping. He loves napping so much. <laughs> Just funny. loves our whole lives. He's loved. And anytime you say the word nap to him, it's like remember that Fred that Flintstone episode when every time you said bet in front of Fred in front of Fred, he'd go bet 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 yeah, bet bet. Yeah, bet. yeah, yeah, yeah. He mentioned nap in front of Steve Kablinski. He's like, oh naps, oh naps. <laughs> Well, he loves the naps. 
<laughs> okay. Sometimes I wake up more refreshed from a nap than I do from a night's sleep. I never do. Well, that's why you don't like naps. I, I never do. I always feel, sometimes they're necessary, but I always feel discombobulated and kind of dizzy and just never. And then, you know, your your overall sleep schedule gets so messed up that it's this, you know, it's a snowball effect. Speaking of snowball effects, um, did you read this story this week that there's uh, some uh, agencies that are suggesting that we should drop best before dates from food because it's causing a lot of uh, perfectly good food to, to be thrown out and wasted. You must be thrilled. Well, you know my theory on best before dates. <laughs> I know your theory on it's best before dates. Best before date means it's best before then. It doesn't mean it's not still good after the best before date. It's just not best. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't trust that with things like mayonnaise and eggs and raw fish and raw meat in general. You know, there are certain things that. All right. Uh, yeah. But like Pop-Tarts. Those things well, can live okay. for a thousand years. Pop-Tarts, that that actually is. It just doesn't taste. It tastes stale. Right. Well, which is only slightly different but than like, the regular taste of pop tarts. But like yogurt, like I'm sorry, I don't, I don't want to. I lost my sense of taste and smell thanks to COVID. It's slowly coming back, but it, it, I. Some people have a less developed sense of taste and smell than other people, and I mean, my problem is I think something smells off before a best before date. So best before dates actually stop me from throwing stuff out. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah it, it's it's uh, UK supermarkets that have started this. Yeah, um, I mean, cer certain things, um, certain things, it, it is a best before date, right? Um, Other things, it actually is a safety issue. And why can't we just, why can't the people making the food decide, okay, we'll get a different time. Like an expiry date is not a best before date, right? Well, but people started putting best before. After. Yeah, people started putting best before on things that are actually an expiry date. Well, the, it, it, the, the supermarket chain that started it off in the UK, yeah. Morrison's, they removed the best before indicator on guess which product i don't know milk oh come on <laughs> they have their own store brand milk of of all the things they encourage the best shoppers they encourage shoppers to use a quote sniff test that's that's okay that's how do you insane. smell how do you smell milk it's in the container that's well you stick your nose up to the carton but <laughs> that's that's insane. Milk. Yep. They're uh, taking them away from root vegetables, fruits, and indoor plants. Um, uh, okay, fruit those and vegetable are, those items. Are, those are easier to eyeball. Yeah. They've, right? uh, the co-op store in, in England, you'll love this one, uh, removed its best before date on its own store brand, yogurt. <sighs> Saying that it's citing waste as the primary no, driver behind is, the decision. This is just being cheap. Uh, they're not doing this smart, 
right? Well, the thing is, considering like British cuisine, um, how many people would notice if something tastes stale or sour or expired? Oh, no, 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 no. no. They so, boil something... everything anyway, so what no, difference it, does it make? It's all about the quality of the ingredients, right? But this is just, this is stores trying to pass off, you know, expired product. It, this is just a money grab. This is not. You don't think, it, you don't think that they feel that, that it's food waste. No, this is not a sustainability thing. There, there are services, there are charities who will take uh, stuff that's about to reach its best before date and give it to people in need. There are services for that. You can discount things to make sure it doesn't go bad, to make sure there's no waste. Well, yeah, sometimes you go into the stores where they have the fresh food prepared. Yeah. And if you go in after a certain time, yeah. they have a, a uh, sticker on it, 30% off or something like that, because it's been out for a few hours. It's like yeah. when I used to work at a cable station where I started, we'd have a coffee truck come by. Every night, it comes yeah. by about seven o'clock at night. Now, the coffee truck started driving at six in the morning. So the sandwiches that were there at seven o'clock at night had been mm -hmm. there for 13 hours. Who knows what time they were actually prepared? Yeah. Um, so we'd always just say, you know, Leo, how much for this a meatball sandwich? And he'd give us a price. Come on, Leo. It's been sitting here in the truck all, all hours. You're just yeah. about to throw it out. How much? Every day we would go through this, this Middle Eastern bizarre bargaining. Yeah. Uh, with him but you couldn't argue that the stuff has been there all day it doesn't you know you, you got to charge less uh 32 or 30 percent uh of canadians say they oppose cutting uh best before dates 32 percent say they strongly oppose it yeah so that's 62 percent 27 percent said they would strongly support or just support eliminating the date labels yeah, those are probably people who are all sustainability and they don't actually cook. I think they're people with a uh, gambling problem. It, uh, it, you know, it, if they want to revise the usage of them, that's okay. But come on, eliminating it on milk? Well, Canadian food industry apparently wastes an avoidable 8.79 million tons of potentially edible food every year. Right, but there are other ways to solve this problem. I'm just kind of surprised that they chose dairy products well, that's as the their thing. first product. Yeah. Those would be about the only product, well, amongst the only products that yeah. I'm like, no, best before date. I actually yeah. I actually believe best yeah. before date because you don't want to, like, you ever opened a container of milk that's bad and it's lumpy inside or like a bad yogurt? Yogurt smells weird no matter if it's completely fresh or not. So sometimes you don't know it's bad. Yeah, that's till right. Until you take a bite of it and you're like. Yeah. And and that means you've already, in, you know, ingested something that could potentially make you sick. Oh, yeah. you're. I mean, it, it's not going to kill you, but you'll be riding that porcelain bus. This is just such. Or praying um, to the porcelain god. This is just such a sign of the times. Such a sign of the times. That people are. Trying to uh, remove uh, item the uh, food safety. Uh, rules? Well, yeah, I mean the the thing about the thing about grocery, right? They yes, they are a profitable industry, but their margins on 
the individual products, the profit margins are are very small, right? So there's not a lot of wiggle room in terms of making money. There isn't a lot of flex there. And so these these chains, these grocery chains are trying, I guess, to get innovative in they're, how they're, to they're make They're trying to money. sell more yeah. of the product before having to replace the product with fresher product. And I'm just yeah. thinking about yogurt. They got, they got caught price fixing. So now they got to find another angle. Yeah. Right? I, uh, thing about yogurt is that there are times when I take a scoop of yogurt that's perfectly fresh and it still tastes off. Yeah. Like yogurt, yogurt by itself, yogurt just tastes off. Unless you mix in that fruit stuff, like the people who get plain yogurt, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with your taste buds? That you're getting plain yogurt. Plain yogurt, it 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 tastes like I, I don't know what it how to describe it. You're much better at these descriptions. Well, but, there's yeah, there, there it's the culture, it's a culture smell. Well, I, I just feel like sometimes I'm eating something, I feel like I'm eating uh bad milk. Like it's just that there's a well, it, it just tastes are, yeah. off. If you do not mix fruit with yogurt, it just tastes off. I wouldn't necessarily know the difference between off yogurt and uh, like fresh yogurt uh, because it all tastes pretty awful. Yeah. That's just, but you know, I, I, I've always advocated that, you know, some things deserve, should have best before dates. Other things, you know, you can use your discretion to go past the best before date. Um, but dairy products, yeah. It's like I put up a thing on Twitter about how I don't trust shelf-stable dairy products. Yeah. And people are like, oh, no, they're very common in Europe. I'm like, uh, I don't live in Europe. Have well, you seen it's... their teeth in England? Um, well, it's it's one thing, like, if it's powdered, right? Like, powdered milk, all right, fine. Oh, powdered milk, I'm not talking about. That's, but that's a whole different like, chemical comp composition. When it's like a raspberry cream cheese, you know, like granola bar type thing, I and know, it's, it's self-stable like, cream cheese, I'm sorry, no. Yeah, there's no such thing as shelf-stable cream cheese. If it's shelf-stable, it's, it's, it's spreadable plastic. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, most cream cheeses that you get in supermarkets, they, they're just like plastic. Like the mm -hmm. leading seller uh, of cream cheese in North America, I can't, I can't eat that stuff because it tastes like spreadable plastic to me. It doesn't taste anything like actual. When you've had actual cream cheese, you can't try that yeah. uh, mass market stuff. It's just, it's just horrible. Yeah, it, it's like people outside of Montreal who try bagels in other cities. Mm -hmm. Would you call this a bagel? Yeah, I remember years ago a friend came from California. To Toronto, and uh, I bought him an orange juice and drank it. You call this orange juice? Yeah. You know, it's it's the same thing. Once you've had good cream cheese, you can't have that spreadable whatever that oil product that they call a uh, a cream cheese. It's just awful. It's uh, pretty. It's pretty gross. So uh, we got things we're going to talk about the rest of the show, and yes. uh, we will uh, talk about them uh, when we return. Okay. After this, you good on that? I am good on that. Yeah, we're, we're, our best before date is is still. Yes, yes. Yeah, These segments have best before dates. Yes, they will reach the expiry. All right, we'll be back. Liana, do you believe that somewhere in this world there is somebody who looks practically your twin, who you are not related to? Looks like me. Looks like you. 
I can't even get people who look like me in media anymore, Ed. We're all being taken away. <laughs> I know every redhead character in media that's been adapted winds up being not a redhead anymore. It was it was big news that they're going to keep Red Sonia as a redhead in, in an upcoming media project. But How do I, you can't not? Even get, I can't even get fictional people to look like me. Never mind someone in the real world. <laughs> well, apparently, according to this article I read, and people can look it up online, they say that there is everybody has a doppelganger. It's a it's a German term uh, that means someone who looks like you. Yeah. Um, and they say everybody has one, and you share certain genetic traits with them, even though you're not related. Well, that that correlation makes sense because it's about hair color, eye color, height, so on and well, so forth. Well, face, face shape apparently, um, positioning of eyes. Yeah, um, things like that. Apparently you share with people. And I I know that I have never seen anybody who looks quite like you. Well, I mean, I've been compared to certain people, but no, I mean, there are differences. Who have you been compared to? I'll tell you if it's real. Well, uh, uh, what's her name? The woman from Mad Men. Uh, Christina Hendricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's just because you both have red hair. Well, that that's what it always is. Some people say you look like Sadie Sink. Uh, you look nothing. Like Sadie Sink. You know, uh, Juliana, uh, what's her name? Um, Hoff? Oh God, uh, uh, is that her name? The dancer? Um, no, no, no. Um, Julianne Moore. Oh, Julianne Moore. Do you ever Redhead. Get, do you ever get uh, Nicole Kidman? No. you ever get um, uh, Jessica Chastain? No, and I'm surprised at that one. So... With you, it's just they see the red hair, which is a rarity. Your shade is a rarity. And they assume everyone with red hair looks alike somehow. Which, well, it's, uh, it's, it doesn't work when you're doing that, applying that to people's certain ethnicity. But it's apparently it's okay with redheads. Yeah, it's the combination of the red hair and then, shall we say, the curvy figure. Yes, the but curvy I, you know, figure. I, I have... Um... Uh, heterochromia on the same eye as well. So the inside of my irises are a different color than the outside of my irises. So that's a rare trait as well. Does that give it you just... like x-ray vision or anything? No, I wish. It gives me a bunch of eye problems. They <laughs> don't know. Oh, so it's not I'm... something you want. No, it's not. So... Well, I'm so light sensitive. But, you know, I've I've got a lot of I've got a lot of these issues. But, yeah, I mean, they're just I, I don't know that this theory necessarily applies to redheads because there just aren't enough of us. Well, it would mean that, that within this, the pool of redheads, there's got to be maybe somewhere in Ireland or Scotland. They think there's someone who looks just like you. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> now, once they talk to them, they'll discover that's not Leanna because there's nobody who thinks like you. No, I mean, I, I do have a friend. We joke that we're the Lutest twins from Bioshock Infinite, but that's just because we think so similarly. We don't look anything alike. He's from Ecuador. <laughs> and a he. Yeah, but and that's uh, Robert and Rosalind Lutest uh, in Bioshock Infinite. They're Which is a, a video male... game series. Yeah, they're a male version, a female version of the same person in different realities. So that's where the joke came from. Well, I, uh, I mean... People are going to make jokes. Ed, you're a sock. You must have a match somewhere. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Um, and you know how much I like ethnic humor about my, my ethnic group. Very, very weak. Um, but uh, have you ever seen somebody, you think it, it's them, and you, like, smile at them in the way you would smile at somebody you know, and it turns out not to be them? 
Yes, I've done that. Yeah, I and you feel weird afterwards. Uh, yes, <laughs> it's awkward. It's very it's awkward because then you just keep walking past them, and they're like, "Why did you?" Look at me that way, and you're like, wasn't looking at you. Uh, somebody passed you. I wasn't looking at you. It's and and there was somebody I saw like uh, about a week ago, and I thought I recognized this person, but it was too embarrassing to go up and ask if this person was that person. Right. So I didn't ever find out if this person was that person. And, right. And then you don't the, want it to be awkward. And then there was that time. Um. I saw who, the person who I was pretty sure was the actress, Jean Yoon, who was oh, in, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Emma in, in uh, Kim's Convenience. Yeah, she's been in the, in the Expanse, she's been in many things. Yeah. But you don't go up to an Asian woman and say you look like another Asian woman. Yeah. That's just something that is just not wise. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it was her, and I would have given her a compliment, but... I was just like, no, my warning bells are going off. It's 2022. Don't tell an Asian woman that she looks like another Asian woman. Not a good I, idea. I feel that way about brown haired guys with short beards. They're all starting to look alike. Yeah, but why would you want to talk to one of them? A beard, well, I mean, a beard like, is a choice. Uh, you can judge someone based on having a beard. A beard is a choice. So once they've made that choice, you really... But it's, uh, but you don't really, need to speak to them. Like, it's a really popular style right now, right? Like, guys are having this contest of who can make, who can look the most like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And so there are a lot of guys that kind of look like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And I think no. he's really cool. No, so... just having a beard does not make you look like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. No, you know what I mean? Like, he's got that look that he looks like a lot of people. If anybody doesn't know, we're talking about the guy who plays Negan on The Walking Dead and John Winchester on Supernatural. Yeah. Um, uh, have, has that whole ironic beard phase no. gone? It's, Where, it's it's dropping away. Remember millennials were like wearing ironic, like big, long beards and using beard oil and creepy crap oh, like the, that. The beard oil, you see the beard oil on TV. Beard I, oil I tend is to point it out. Disgusting. I tend to point it out like that's that's good beard oil game. What I don't know. Beard oil out of beards. Beards. Be I, I have a bias against beards. OK, tell me why. I do, too. But you tell it, me why. It just being on the receiving end is not the most fun thing in the world. Of a beard. And, and so beards, especially that just I can't bother to shave beard, is it's prickly and it's not the most pleasant thing in the world. And so it just sends a sign. I don't really care if a woman enjoys kissing me. Noted. That's what a beard says to me. All right. All right. It just, it, yeah, you it know, is. It's, it's good to hear this from a woman's perspective. Yeah, it's just really the the whole beard thing, like a well-kept beard is a lot of work. And well, so there and are, you, there you are a lot exceptions. of food in it, too. Well, I, I want to be clear. I'm not talking somebody who's clearly spent a lot of time, you know, trimming the edges. And because, you know, some guys, they, they make sure they kind of trim it away from their mouth so that issue doesn't happen or like the you know the the goatees that again they're they're well maintained 
the guys who are just not bothering to shave because they want to look like that guy in the movie that, you know, oh, you've been up all night. And I mean, they're even putting beard stubble on the incredible freaking Hulk now. But and, uh, Superman in the Superman and Lois oh, TV show yeah. always has that that sort of beard. But that's again because he's he's going through a crisis, right? Oh, I think it's because they're making him cool. Like he's been that that that's their idea of making him cool is that he's got a bit of a five o'clock shadow. I mean, I'm kind of glad that chest hair is coming back. I don't mind. I, like I'm I'm happy about that. But the sheer amount of hair that women need to remove from our bodies to be seen as socially acceptable, and then men can't even. Men can't even bother to maintain facial hair. If you want to have facial hair, take care of it. Don't don't look like you're just not bothering. It just ah, it's it's to me. It is just a sign of disrespect for the people around you. Well, because they have to look at it and interact with it more than you do. Well, that's my. I, I, I know it's a I, bias. I, I am anti-beard. That is my prejudice. Vein here. Oh, just that is my prejudice. Just, That's way more than my prejudice against beards. Well, I, I know, just noticed I, mostly douchebags have them. Well, I know in part where it comes from. Because back in the TV days, there was somebody, I had to make him shave. And it always, it, it always came in and the psychopath would come out in his eyes when I had to do it. And it was part of his job, right? And meanwhile, all the girls and things like are coming in and they're all super well-groomed and ready to go and they're taking it seriously and i had to follow this guy around with a razor while he looked like he wanted to murder me yeah he was yeah this this, this individual would show up uh for tapings and somebody i hadn't seen since the last set of tapings months ago and every time he showed up he had these weird mirrored wraparound sunglasses and this australian type crocodile dundee hat and stuff like that, and this beard and he would linger around the the lobby area and I would think that he was one of the homeless people off of Queen Street. Every and time I, I would make a mistake, because also the way he shuffled around. The hair people weird. would have to manually detang detangle his hair. Yeah, because he said that he did. He believed shampoo was a conspiracy. Yeah. That it's pe they're telling you that people won't like you if you don't use shampoo. And so he uh, got his hair wet. And I think he used bar soap or something, but he wouldn't use shampoo. And so, as you said, the hair people had to meticulously separate yeah. each. Can you imagine getting a plate of cooked pasta and having to separate each noodle? Yeah, um, they they almost they were apparently very close to telling me they weren't going to do it anymore. Well, good thing. Yeah, uh, but I, but I mean, gone. I think that's where it comes from because trying to get this guy to shave, you know, you know, in the boys when Homelander turns. And the, the actor's fantastic about it, but something shifts in his eyes. Oh, yeah. And it's just danger. Yeah. That's what it was like every time. Yeah, and then he would, you would tell him he has to shave, and then he would come to me yeah. and say, do I have to shave? And I'd say, yeah. And yeah. then he would do it. Yeah. Because and that, the man that, told him. The, that, was, that was just uh, to me, too, because I felt like Ashley from The Boys. <laughs> Yeah, in that case, <laughs> the early Ashley, not later Ashley. Yeah, early. No, no, no. There were times it's like pulling out my own hair seemed like a sane idea. All right. Um, we're going to go to a break. Uh, what was that? What were we talking about? Doppelgangers? Yeah, doppelgangers. And then I went on my anti-beard tirade. No, that was no. Far more, that was far more yeah. interesting than doppelgangers. Again, 
no shade on fellas and a minority of women who have well-maintained beards, right? No shame. Non-binary people, you got a well-maintained beard? Awesome. I know some drag queens with epic beard game, okay? Those aren't the people I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people who do not maintain their beards. Many years ago, uh, in my old uh, TV, early TV station, they put out an yeah. ad for, you know, for a job. And one woman came in and she had an Abe Lincoln beard. Yeah. And this is well before any awareness of trans or anything like that. And when you see her from a distance, you think I'm seeing something wrong. She must have something by her mouth no, because there's... you can't. Your brain does not process a woman with an Abe Lincoln beard is something you're going to see. Yeah, but people don't realize, oh, man, this is going to get me into a whole other rant. Okay. Oh, can we hold that rant till then we come yeah, back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, stay tuned. Rants to come. Now I'm, now I, I, the whole commercial break, I was sitting there wondering, what is this next rant going to be? What is well, it, Rihanna? Because you're, you're on fire today. I'm, I, I think I'm just really tired and I'm grumpy and, um, Perfect. She Hulk has been an inspiration slash salt in the wound. We'll talk thing. about that later too. Yeah, for me. But it just one of the things that is a big culture war uh, flashpoint right now is this whole idea of gender and gender ideologies. Right. I never understand what a gender ideology is. It's like when okay. they used to talk about a gay agenda, and I was like what they want you to play disco like i didn't well, okay. understand what a, the gay agenda was i don't understand what gender ideology is <laughs> the abba comeback is the gay ideology yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, that was the yeah the gay agenda was for for abba to come back yes and bless 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 on that but yeah see that's the thing that frustrates me is the most common gender ideology is something called complementarianism Short version, it's the justification for why a woman can never be Pope in the Catholic faith. Because a woman has a role that is separate but equal. Yes, and they are all they are all sanctified and but they are innate, right? And that's a very common thing. There's a lot of Catholics in the world, and a lot of fine people are Catholics, but some variation of this complementary and gender ideology exists but that's not what people are talking about what are people talking about liana i admit i don't entirely know it's basically if trans people ex think if you think trans non-binary intersex and non-conforming people exist then you are somehow bad somehow and this is where this is where it ties into what we were talking about before because i used to work with a sideshow and well, uh, obviously I was a much music. That was a sideshow. Well, yeah, but the one of the classic sideshow, you know, they were called freaks, but that's a politically incorrect term now. One of the what classics. Isn't? Well, one of the classics was a bearded lady, right? Because right? there was a split in in sideshows between a what they called a born freak and a made freak. What's and, a made freak? Uh something like a fire eater, a sword swallower, the the talent driven ones as ah. opposed as opposed to i mean this is all incredibly politically incorrect now but a bearded lady um or a really good this is horrible now fat lady 
would yeah, bring a really lot of fat lady. a lot of money into the sideshow. Well, you gotta fat... understand, back when sideshows were around, food was not plentiful like it is now. Actually, so the, people, the psychology... we didn't have the obese problem in those days like we do now. You want to see a fat person? Go to go to Walmart. They're on scooters. Yeah, but the the whole psychology of the carny was fascinating, right? There'd always be some sort of morality tales, like superhero origin stories. But the fat lady, the reason she made so much money is the psychology that went into the act, right? And so the really, really good performers, the big money makers, would wait for this cute little girl to come in with her boyfriend with, you know, the guilty pleasure cotton candy, right? And the 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 fat lady would make this whole production of sort of salivating at it and going, can I have some? And almost without exception, the minute that cute little girl, like teenage girl or young adult, young adult woman would go, she'd throw out the cotton candy like right away. And the money came in from that exchange, the psychology getting into people's heads. Right. Well, if they were afraid that, like, when if if that person craves the same food I'm eating, I don't. I'm gonna wind up looking like them. It's that's yeah. It, it is. It is. It is just exploiting that disgust trigger that human beings have, and you know, learning that and learn because because bearded ladies, it's it's strictly genetic, right? It's uh, there's a bunch of different names for it, but there there are thousands of breast reduction surgeries done on cisgender teenage boys a year because you know biology is not always an on-off switch because they have men boobs yeah the they actually as they call them boobs yeah and instead of just rocking the moobs and learning to rub love your moobs you know they they their parents have them taken care of it's so (laughs) weird to do that to like and uh, somebody in adolescence, because your body's going to change by the, but I that's, mean, you probably that's outgrow the, the moves. That's the thing, right? It's instead of just wearing a shirt and waiting for your body to settle, it's like 16 years old. They, they do this. And that's you know, really the, good for the psychology of the kid too, telling them they the need thing, to be the corrected. Facial, that's the facial great. hair for women, women spend a lot of time going through really painful hair removal in a lot of sensitive parts in the body because we are so men look like this women look like this and there can be no in between right the more you know the more extreme you are in those gender gender signifiers of secondary sex characteristics the more better you are right and that's funny how used to be in the 70s people laugh about 70s porn but body hair was seen as sexy in the uh, in the 70s and then it's gone the other direction well that, that's why i said i'm really glad that chest hair is making a comeback because i would rather the chest hair than seeing those ingrown hairs in, on guys in movies or worse in person like either the razor burn or the ingrown hairs like why is that better than just some hair. If you're not a professional swimmer, then I don't know why they shave their chests and other parts. I don't, I don't get it. Like I knew one guy was like, I hate body hair. And it's like, okay, why don't you see somebody about that? Because that's not normal. Well, I mean, there's, there's wanting to, you know, it's, there's liking 
the way you look more. And then there's making yourself miserable to live up to an ideal. And I, 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 I do that every week on the show. Well, <laughs> are you suggesting working with me is too hard an ideal to live up to? No, but working with you is an ideal. <laughs> okay. That was smooth, Ed. Thank you very much. But yeah, it was funny because uh, somebody was telling me that he was on an internet message forum and they said that they can't think of an actress, like a famous actress, who physically would be right to play Red Sonia in the upcoming media project because that type of woman has been completely banished from media, from the screen. Right, because, I mean, Red Sonia, you got to have hips because you're wearing that belt with your swords on it. If you don't have hips, it'll fall right off. You got to yeah. have hips. But that's that's the thing. They hire very, I mean, Gal Gadot's a great Wonder Woman, but she's skinny, right? Yeah, she doesn't she's look just, like what Amazons were described as. She's not She's not somebody that just, I think no matter what she does, she she will not put on muscle bulk. Right. And even the woman who plays uh, Queen Maeve on the boys, she's tall, right? She's statuesque, but she's not, you know, she's she's on the she's on the skinnier side as well. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just very interesting that that 80s glamazon supermodel type of look is just gone. Yeah, I'd like to see it come back. What? Why? Why do there have to be such extremes? Like, why can't we? Have I don't that... know why there's not a gamut. Yeah, or as some like... people call it gambit. I don't know why there's not a gamut of. I mean, you just look online. I always say, if you want to know what men like, check out porn sites. Check out all the classifications of types of porn people like. Yeah. The different yeah. body types. Men like a variety of body types. When you only give them one body type. In order to, to contain to keep their male bona fides, they tell other guys, oh, that person's hot. But they, it doesn't really give them a rise in their Levi's. Specifically Levi's. It's a rhyme. I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. But yeah, no, it's... I can't rhyme anything with Wrangler. It's... Well, I could think of a few things, but it's probably not appropriate for radio. You're right. Now that I'm thinking about it, you're right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just interesting that... that it with all this oh health at every at any size and it just changed the rigid ideal for women in media as opposed to broadening it and this keeps happening right the 90s was the same way it was all like heroin chic and then i mean now we've got sort of the the brazilian butt lift seriously lipoed waist Thing I don't going understand on. the butt lift. I don't. I've heard about butt lifts that have gone wrong, and when a butt lift goes wrong, what do you sit on? I I I had no idea how dangerous that surgery is. I don't get it. Leave your ass alone. But I mean, Kim Kardashian is looking decreasingly human, right? Like it's starting to get a point where it's not okay. She has some work done, but she looks good. Now she's starting to look alien. Like you look at pictures of her, they don't recognize as human. Remember that magazine cover Lady Gaga did where she deliberately like warped her proportions? No. To make a commentary on Photoshop in, in fashion magazine cover art? No. Well, she did. And that's what Kim Kardashian looks like on the daily now. 
it's mm-hmm. just messed up. I I wish you know you go back and watch movies from the eighties or even the nineties, and humans look like humans, and the faces are more interesting, and they move in ways that don't all that digital eye smoothing that's going on in 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 TV now. It's too much. Yeah, like, the can digital we thing. Have a face with some lines on it. Well, it's also I I think these people they've got a toy and they want to play with it. The digital stuff. There's a lot of digital stuff, uh, image, you yeah. know, changing people's images. That is just why did you bother? Anyway, for some, for some reason, it's like they only do it to women on certain shows, and it's so obvious. Unless they're but, de-aging a man. Well, they do it in certain scenes yeah, for men, right? Not, if they're doing the like show. a flashback, yeah, or something like but Better Call Saul. Like, it's it right. It's all the time with certain female characters like Bridget Monaghan on Blue Bloods. It's so obvious because it'll cut between her and this guy whose face is unaltered and then her again. And it it doesn't, it's too much. It's not subtle. It doesn't look better. It looks alien. And Bridget Monaghan's a beautiful woman. So I don't, I don't know why they're overdoing it so much. I don't know either, but we've, we're, we're overdoing it. We gotta go to break. Yeah, okay. All right, back after this. Okay. All right, we're back. We are I just back. Want to, before, we've only got a few minutes. I want to mention uh, congratulations to Avril Lavigne, who's getting uh, her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. No way! Yeah, I mean, the I Hollywood don't... Walk of Fame. The Hollywood Walk of Fame, not that Good lame for ass, her. not that lame ass one in downtown Toronto. Good I'm... for her. And the thing is about, I think she deserves it, but. I wonder why is she getting it 20 years after the height of her career? Well, she's she's doing a comeback. Yeah, I, I, I it's like she deserves it. But it's like, why wasn't she there in the first place? That's the thing that that's but anyway, congratulations to her. Yeah, good for her. She that's, was always I mean, a very nice person to interview. Very down to earth. Well, um, she she battled back from some pretty serious health stuff, too. Yeah, she got a new album out. I wish her. I wish her the best. Um, yeah, good good for her. And uh, last week, we talked about uh, the reaction of men to She-Hulk, which uh, was new Disney Plus series, uh, which was the equivalent. Men, some men watching She-Hulk, the effect on them was the equivalent as if they've gone into cold water uh, up to their abdomen. Um, or, they, or they just went totally, totally hulked out. Like, they, they for some reason, having a, a, a female character... Who is who has a strong personality and who espouses um, some some realities uh, about being a woman and it, it and I looked at it and I thought this was actually a, a a clever, funny, artful way to describe what women go through every frigging day. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not a surprise to me that women go through that. Some guys felt it was an assault on their manhood because a woman was saying what. They go through every day. It's like, don't tell me about it. I don't want to hear about it. It like, was it, it... heavy handed. And it, it was really interesting to hear the same argument from dozens and dozens of people. Yeah, that happens organically. No, they were all watching the same video or they were all on the same subreddit and they were all coming out like mental cognitive clones of each other. And, and... I, I can't access... I can't access their uh, insecurity 
about why do they feel insecure as men? Because a woman describes what it's like an experience for, for many women day to day. Why does that, why is that anti-male? Why is that uh, assaulting your sense of masculinity? If your sense of masculinity is affected by that, your sense of masculinity needs work in the first place. Oh, but Ed, don't you know there's a radical feminist agenda taking over media? I, I, I've been watching a lot of media. I haven't noticed that. Yeah, I, they they cherry pick a few movies that, yeah, did go a little overboard on it. But I all admit, of a I sudden, never understood the ending of Thelma and Louise. Oh, that's a while back. They're talking things like, um, you know, Captain Marvel and Black Widow and stuff like you that. Mean any, any, anything that features a female character as the primary hero? Anything well, the, that does that? No, I mean, there there was an element to those movies where the enemy was patriarchy, which I thought sort of made the films weaker. But you know as well as I do, feminism is still a dirty word among marketers and media and stuff like that. Anything pro-woman is great, but don't say the F word. Um, but you uh, told people you were defending She-Hulk last week when people these guys were making ridiculous claims. Yeah, I, w- uh, I wasn't... And- I wasn't defending it for certain so much as saying, look, guys, these scenes could go either way. It's the first episode. Give it time. We don't know. It's the beginning of her story. Right? Right. And these guys were really, like, really going. Um, And this thing came up. If I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong. I will 100% admit it if I end up being wrong, but I'm not wrong, right? And, of course, this week came along, and the words, I was wrong, actually come out of her mouth about an exchange between her and, and, and the Hulk. And, of course, all those guys that said they'd admit that they were wrong, nowhere to be seen crickets okay people who say if i'm wrong i will admit i'm wrong they they never admit they never wrong. mean it they it's never like the follow people who through. say i don't want, want yes men working for me you're a liar yeah um it, they never people, follow through yeah no it, it's like um are you a, a grower or a shower sort of so to speak because well, it's, they're it's, showing off the, these these phrases but they have zero intention of following them up yeah if that you know if they did you know, if, if they did say, yes, I was wrong, I admit it. All right, fine. But that isn't that doesn't tend to be what happens. It's an excuse to be a blowhard and push people around with words and then not be accountable for it. I remember the best uh, if I'm wrong was a uh, character Joe Flaherty played on Second City in Nighttime High Q. And he went to answer a question in the quiz. He said, well, Alex, uh, tie me down and jump on my head if I'm wrong. And if yeah. I am, I'll eat bugs. Um, uh, that was a good exaggeration of how these people talk about nonsense. Um, we're done. The show's done. Yay. Um, Liana can be heard on the podcast, It's Not Therapy, uh, talking about practical uh, discussions, practical solutions, practical suggestions for issues people face day to day that doesn't require years on a couch. Uh, it's a different approach. Some items, some things that are, you're dealing with can be dealt with fairly quickly with some 
application of some some life skills or some suggestions. Um, that's called It's Not Therapy. It's available on all podcast platforms and uh, also on Saga960AM.ca. Uh, the, the podcasts are available there. And the show goes live every week, 7 p.m. on Saga960AM. Anything right. to add? No, I'm good. All right. Um, and that's it. That's uh, that's our time. Um, thank you for listening. And uh, if uh, also, Leanna has uh, videos four days a week, five days a week. If you support her on Patreon on her uh, YouTube channel, Leanna K, I encourage. They're very funny and very like just plain speaking, honest stuff about the world. So I'd encourage people to check that out. Um, I'm at Ed the Sock on Twitter, and uh, I have a Facebook page. Anyway, whatever. Uh, she's at Redly and a K on Twitter. And that's it. It's too many things. Used to be the old days we just say, watch us at this time on this time. And that was it. Now we got to give a million addresses where we are. Drive that me was crazy. The, yeah, that's the joy of the internet. Drive me nuts. All right, it's time though for us to say goodbye. And that honor every week goes to the woman who coined our uh, signature sign off. And that is Liana. So Liana, it's up to you. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs> Let's <laughs> go.